This is Inspired Astrology with Lauren K. Hickman, offering energy interpretation for every new moon, full moon, and significant celestial event. Hey all, happy equinox. This is Lauren K. Hickman coming to you live from the Fresh Coast here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I have my hound dog dragon in tow. Uh, We're just going to do this report on the autumnal equinox, which was this morning. Uh, This is Tuesday, September 22nd, 2020. And that that, uh, energy swooped right in at 8.31 a.m. this morning. Um, Such a gift. You know, the equinox, I think, brings a lot of energy and nostalgia information about I don't know, the patterns and rhythms of our our lives and the nature and the experiences that we have. Um, I know growing up that this meant that I was in school and that fall was coming and the, the air changed, the smell in the air in Des Moines, Iowa was very crisp and the harvest was coming. It was, you know, darkness, you know, the days get shorter and shorter. Um, as we head towards the December solstice. Um, So this idea of the equinox, the equilibrium between day and night, is reflective of the Libra energy that comes into play here as we enter the season. So again, nature, astrology, reflect one another. So the sun entered Libra this morning at the same time that Libra struck the horizon here in the Fresh Coast. So this leads to a double Libra energy as the the sun and rising in the particular chart for this energy makeup um, was both in Libra. Moon in Sagittarius, for those of you curious, for today's energy, and we'll get into that. So the Libra energy shows a pertinent focus on balance and the nature of relationship, the nature of other, and what other looks like to all of us um, really is just reflections of ourselves. Libra is the ruler of the seventh house in astrology. And albeit they're not the same thing, the seventh house is not equal to Libra, but there is correlation um, to the houses and the zodiac signs that rule them. So this is the opposite energy force of Aries. Aries the self, Aries the who am I. Libra is about who are we, What, what is we, what is other. And I, I think about the seventh house in, you know, they, they consider it like your, your deepest relationships, your marriage partners, relationships with your boss. You know, sometimes the, the mundane writing about the seventh house can be a um, little bit, I don't know, just lame. <laughs> just, to, just to say like, oh, you know, this house rules like what, you know, if you have activity in the seventh house, that means that that's the type of partner that you'll attract. This is the type of person that will be in your life or the, pe- the people that you will attract. And there is some truth to that. The, the descendant energy is often how the world meets us, like what we're sort of confronted with. So there is absolute um, truth and relevance in the statement about the seventh house and relationship. But um, it used to be known as the house of hidden enemies. And what we know is that 
we are all one and that means that the reflections and the the people that come into our lives the relationships in our lives are often reflective of our own shadow work right so here we are (laughs) the libra season the light and the shadow at the equinox the day and the night being equivalent um, helps us to start highlighting our shadow work and I think that's why so much, you know, we, we, we move through Libra and then we move into Scorpio and Halloween comes. And, uh, there, there's this like this idea of like, you know, Scorpio being about death and circumstances and like the dark and like unwanted things um, in life. You know, the less uh, the less desirable components and factions of our life, with which is often like grief and death and loss and mental health issues and um, and sexuality being the the opposite of death is also ruled in that that relationship. But I digress. I will get into Scorpio when we get to that season. We're here to talk about Libra today and this idea of right relationship. So when I say right relationship, I'm not asking, are you in the right relationship? I mean, come on, consider that type of thing. I'm asking, are you in right relationship with everything that you touch, everything that you come into contact with? including yourself. As humans, we tend to be very sapiocentric. We think as humans, we need only focus on other human beings. When in fact, only specifically with the humans we personally identify with. (laughs) Um, I wrote sort of a manifesto on this particular issue about the types of people that we we want to relate with and i'm going to kind of touch into that point um you know so the the type of people we tend to identify with is those who share the same language perhaps the same accent or intonation of that shared language and then all the subcategories ranging from clothing and hair style um, skin color eye color music taste interests religious or spiritual perspectives, their age grouping, how old a person is, or perhaps their political affiliation, right? Um, Gender, (laughs) education, socioeconomic class, rural or urban, their body style. That's a lot of criteria. And most of the things that I listed here are entirely out of a person's control. Um, save for those pieces of ideological um, components that we do have some control over. But there's even privilege involved with perspective. I mean, if you don't have access to people outside of your rural township where everybody is kind of like working from the same perspective and maybe there's one weird old lady, Mrs. Sparrow or something at the end of the block... Um, it is it is challenging to confront and receive different perspectives unless we seek those things out. And that's a personal choice, right? But for the most part, body, gender, identity, there are so many things that are completely out of our control range. So it's only through thought and deliberation, consideration and experiences that we can decide to bring others into our fold. How do we zoom the telescope out far enough to see that we are all riding Spaceship Earth together and that we have been? Um, So that's my little rant about being sapiocentric. Um, But let's think about the other relationships that we have with Earth and all the life and objects that 
are birthed from her. How do you learn to relate with your objects, your belongings, your animals, food, housing, your bicycle, your vehicle, your houseplants, the rubbish piles, you know, the takeout packaging, um, all these things are necessary. And the way that we relate with each individual action in our routine is really part of our emotional conscious evolution and our personal integration and development. Uh, the way that you run the water in the shower, you know, um, do you let it just keep running while you're brushing your teeth? Do you throw cigarette butts out the window as you're listening to this on your car ride, right? Um, what's the right thing to do? Do you put the cigarette butt out and you put it in the ashtray in the car? Or do you throw it out the window? Well, we'd all like to think we would do the right thing in all these situations, but all of us who have done um, highway cleanup knows that's not the case. Uh, it's often I see people throwing bags of garbage out of a car as if someone else will take care of it. Someone else will deal with this problem. Well, who's someone else? That's the other, right? And that's not in right relationship to other, nor is it to the McDonald's bag that you threw out of the car, uh, the cigarette butt that you threw out of the car, uh, the tissue, whatever it is, this is about really paying attention and engaging into the way that you connect with each action in your life. That is what I mean by right relationship. Um, the rights come from the perspective of uh, the Buddha Dharma as proposed by Buddhism as it tended to evolve. You know, this idea of like right action, right speech, right livelihood, right, right relationship is one of those pieces. Um, and in the metaphysical tradition that I come from, there are teachings on the 12 rites, that there's actually the esoteric pieces. And I absolutely believe there's a correlation with the zodiac, the rays of energy, um, as uh, written through the Alice Bailey material. There's a lot. Um, we don't really have time to get into the, the depth there, but if you are familiar with the rites, know that they're, they are a, a path towards conscious development, um, just the same way that, you know, seven-point mind training would be. There's a lot of different, all paths lead home, right? All paths lead home. And this is just my language and my viewpoint in the way that I'm trying to communicate here about the Libra energy and its correlation with esoteric movements in the world that lead to our conscious development. Libra is about self and other. It's about diplomacy and compromises. True justice. We've had a lot of buildup to this moment. Um, man, this has been a year, but... Uh, I want you to consider thinking about the newsreels and footage of injustices that we've all been subject to. Um, I was talking to my partner earlier about this idea of deliberation as it's connected to Libra's energy and what that looks like for an, a, a personal, you know, personal experience. You know, to deliberate, to sit and consider all different sides. Um, and I, I thought specifically about. Um, it was another, you know, it was a shooting uh, that was, I think, in May or in June 
when the Wendy's got burned down. Um, I think this was in Atlanta, Georgia, if I'm remembering correctly. And I apologize for not citing my own material that I'm presenting, but um, I do this as a space of love. Uh, I will will fact check if I need to. But if you remember the incident, there was a man who fell asleep in his car. He'd been drinking and driving. He was asked to exit the vehicle. He was a black man. The police um, tried to detain him. He walked away and they shot him in the back. And it was incredibly upsetting. Um, And I don't even know, I don't even know what to say. I can't believe that this is acceptable. It's not acceptable behavior. It never ever should have been and it never should be going forward. And I am absolutely behind Black Lives Matter, doing all of the work that I can as a white woman using my privilege to speak the truth and do what I have to do. But that's beyond the point. The point is that in this situation, seeing this newsreel, the knee-jerk reaction from most people that I came into contact with was, oh, he didn't obey the police. And it's like, no, no, we need to we need to look at this from all the different perspectives. This needs to be considered from every different viewpoint because that is not okay. And that's what Libra is about, is seeing beyond the what's what's okay with society. This is about everybody involved here. So consider your immediate knee-jerk reaction to what you're seeing in the news and media or in your personal life and how that differs after deliberation, you know, occurring after the fact, once you've considered. To deliberate is to be Libran, to consider all the facets, the circumstances, the factors, variables, all the things This isn't about the impulsive jump to a conclusion like Aries, it's opposite energy. This is to take considered thought, perhaps laying out all the facts, the big picture, and to name and speak from a space of truth, of compromise, of consideration. Libra's image is the scales of balance. And we use this imagery for our justice system here in the United States. It's the law. The law as fair, as balanced. We are seeing on a grand scale the disruption, the chaos, and the division that unfair laws provide to its people. It's only when we are all thriving that we know that the law is in right relationship because there's just harm being caused currently. Um, So no shit, this is a time to get out the vote. Libra season, asking us to consider what is best for all involved. Clearly, the scales of justice have been balanced in the favor of those who created the laws. We, the people, has arrived to a new era of egalitarian imaginings. This isn't about anarchy. This is not what I'm talking about. This is about dismantling and rebuilding. This is about illuminating the truth and distributing power fairly. Right relationship starts with the self. What we do matters. Each of us individually matters so much. Our choices, our actions, the way we relate with our clothing, our food, where we're purchasing food, where we're spending our money, all of this matters. And we're seeing this in this year. We are seeing how we impact our environments and our landscape when everything is in chaos within a pandemic's landscape. So right relationship starts with the self and only when we can extend love towards ourselves through tenderness, compassion, grace, patience, 
all of these Libra traits and characteristics? Do we find our ways to self-warmth and the ability to return that to others because we know what it feels like in ourselves? So when we learn to relate with ourselves, we can better relate with others. Um, A common way to experience ourselves, uh, this process of relating with self, is through movement and meditation. Um, This can look very different for many different people. Uh, For me, it looked like lots of yoga until I could calm myself down enough to sit and learn to meditate. And the meditation is really where the key was for me unlocking my relationship with myself and my world. Because, you know, by sitting and watching yourself for 5, 10, 25 minutes a day, maybe twice a day if you're, you know, if you have that luxury or that kind of uh, discipline, is to have an opportunity to see the nature of your mind and to reflect that. And I think that meditation itself is a Libran practice as it's a it's an air activity following the breath most typically. Um, within and without, it's a Libra piece. And, you know, I always describe... You know, my meditation retreat up at uh, Karma Choling in Vermont, it was like looking at my heart for, f- f- I don't know, 12 hours a day some days. You know, it just depends on you know, where you're at with the process. So whatever movement and meditation looks like for you, I feel like it's chaos training. I feel like it's hugely beneficial in the ability to relate with yourself. Um, so do as you wish. So we talked about Libra as a cardinal air sign. Um, Air is an access point. It's the space all around us. I'm breathing it right now. It's in between you and your phone or your whatever media that you're playing this through. Um, Air expresses and it connects and it communicates concepts. So perhaps on this day, this fall equinox today, you can recommit to your meditation practice as a way to better access yourself. Maybe today you can recommit to using your words to communicate your desires. Acknowledging that no one can read your mind and you can't read theirs. By offering your opinion and your truth and your words, you are allowing yourself to be seen and understood. Not to be open to interpretation, but open to being interpreted via thoughtful questions, answers, responses, insight. My last thoughts on Libra would be connected with this idea of indecisiveness. Um, You know, Libra who deliberates so much often can get stuck in all of the options. I like Stephen Forrest's material talking about, you know, Libra, you know, never making a choice or a decision, whether it's they want to have a hundred love affairs or they want to have all the jobs, all the experiences, all the lives. Meanwhile, the clock is ticking. Our lives are moving ahead, whether we engage with a choice or not. But there's nothing more powerful than a Libra person who has made a choice and has found some decisiveness. I have to say that there's a lot of uh, mental penetration, uh, harmony, choices, all of those things are a part of Libra learning to decide what's best for themselves and what's best for all involved. And sometimes that means making a good choice for yourself because your happiness, your happiness matters. And the codependent ways of an unevolved Libra can be detrimental to everyone involved. 
and that can look like staying in a relationship well past its expiration date. Uh, it can look it can look really painful. So things that are happening today, um, I kind of point down to America's identity crisis, uh, which is the Pluto return. Um, I think I talked about this some around the time of America's birthday, the 4th of July, which a uh, full moon fell on this year. Uh, a Pluto return doesn't happen to a human being. Uh, the only animal I can think of is probably like a really old ass turtle or that crazy shark that they found in the ocean that's like been around since the 1600s. Uh, so Pluto return only happens every like, you know, 300 plus years. Uh, So this is a deep soul transformation on the part of the nation that I inhabit. So America's identity crisis is my, what I'm referring to here, and our collective identity crisis as highlighted by the asteroid Chiron in Aries, opposite the sun right now. (laughs) So Chiron, um, historically the wounded healer, uh, often gives us insight into the tail that wags the dog in our charts. And when Chiron is in Aries, it's like, who the fuck am I? Um, the last time that Chiron was in Aries was in the early 70s. And I loved, uh, I loved uh, Tony Howard uh, with Astrology University posted this fantastic uh, interview with someone who I forgot the name of at this moment. But they talked about, um, you know, in the early 70s, this idea of like gender fluidity coming up and sort of the... Um, the like glamour and like the boys being super glamorous and the girls being super glamorous. It was just like a glamorous time. And a lot of people were flexing different gender muscles that they hadn't touched into before. And the Rocky Horror Picture Show was produced right around the time that Chiron went into Aries. And um, being an old Rocky kid that went every Friday night at midnight to just like go make out with strangers and enjoy the sort of fruits of a uh, community without boundaries, right? Which was very nourishing to me as a young person. Not sure I would let my kid do something like that, but I did it. Um, and I, but but Rocky was all Rocky or Picture Show was all about you know don't dream it, be it, be who you want to be. Don't don't sit and wait for something to to change or to happen. This is this is really a great time to find the fruits of your identity, to find out who you are and to make conscious choices to not fall into the habitual patterns of self, right? You know, what we, what we think we are in terms of like our context and groups and societies and circumstances and friendships, you know, that we can, we can really be a lot more dynamic and less predictable. There is a seven point mind training slogan, don't be so predictable. And that's a huge goal for me is just to continue to flex these muscles of like, well, I want to be that. So why am I not just doing that? Um, uh, It sounds easier said than done, right? Um, So with Chiron in opposition to the sun, we have the Aries Libra conundrum. Um, It's asking us to identify ourselves through collective service, at least in the placement of, uh, you know, how the chart lays out here where I'm currently standing. Um, but I like that idea. I think, you know, asking ourselves to identify who we are through collective service. Who am I in a community? I am no thing without correlation. 
I am no thing without constructive service in my personal and individual capacity. Um, This follows through with the Virgo energy we have been coming to a close with, right? This idea that we all matter and no matter what or how mundane the service, that we are all necessary. So in our own personal, who the fuck am I? (laughs) Moments where we don't know who we are or what our context is, we can re-identify with our humanity and our desire to belong through acts of service, through involvement and selfless service. So if you're feeling moody, my suggestion would be to go pick up garbage along a shoreline or on your street. Um, It really makes a huge impact on your ability to relate with everything around you through connection, through improvement, and identifying the little things that we can do that make an impact. We are immediately connecting with our world. Make a phone call. Check on the old neighbor human to see if they're holding up all right you know, somebody down the street, connect. It really works. It'll cheer you up, I promise. So today's energy has been a little extra. Um, Libra has a flair for the dramatic. So if you need to buy yourself some flowers or an ice cream cone, apparently today it's National Ice Cream Cone Day. Um, It's also Bisexual Awareness Week. It's also Voter Registration Day. So there's, you know, we're adhering, we'll just slap all the labels on, right? (laughs) Do the thing though. Um, There is a potential for some inflammatory thought processes because Mercury and Mars are opposite one another. So you have Mercury and Libra, Mars and Aries. Um, This can really guide and give direction if utilized or you could get a little pissy if you're not asking for what you want or redirecting your energy Um, so if you don't like what you're working on if you feel distracted or that you're not like in sync you know so to speak if your desire body is sort of all over the place take a breather come back to it chip away at something else for 20 minutes if you are aggressive towards a task and it's preventing you from connecting with it authentically or at least intentionally if you can't be authentic at least like bring bring some part of yourself right mercury and pluto are also square um so this can create some hell realm thinking and attitudes or it can elevate you to new perspective So this is all dependent on how you choose to work with the energy and how you choose to confront it. You can go with gentleness and curiosity or with a death grip. I prefer the gentle route, um, but you do you. Have fun with that. We all have to learn in our own ways. (laughs) Um, To further harmonize the Libra vibe for the day, Venus and Mars are at a nice peaceful trine. Uh, So... Venus being the receptive desire form, and then you have Mars as the assertive, willful expression. Um, they're in harmony. So, you know, we talked a little bit about like Rocky Horror Picture Show and this idea of like glamour and identity. Um, maybe try some role reversals today or this week. Who knows? If you're feeling too femme, wear some trousers or some heavy shoes. 
if you're feeling too masculine, maybe a soft fabric or a flick of mascara can bring things to neutral. It's your closet, your rules, but play with the energy. It doesn't even have to be an external uh, role-playing sort of concept. It can just be about, you know, doing something that uh, you wouldn't normally do, right? Um... Libra is all about finding balance and then swinging the pendulum real hard and then coming back to find a new balance again. So today and tomorrow the moon is in Sagittarius and I feel like I wrote my face off last night when I wrote this report. Um, It was an emotional manifesto about our country and philosophy and generally I just feel like I've been chatting your ear off. Um, So maybe you felt really chatty today. Or maybe you're enjoying a bit of sarcasm or drama, you know, keeping you connected to others. Um, Redirect your energy when you need to, you know, feel your heart. Remember that your journey is yours and that you are amazing. But also remember, so is everyone else, mostly. Um, When we cheerlead for one another, I think the world's a better place. Don't you? You can find Lauren on Instagram at Lauren K. Hickman or schedule a personal reading. Please donate to support this work.